Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, we'll be discussing the Masonic Year in Review 2023. Now, starting us off is Brother Earnshaw. Over to you. Thank you. Um, it's not well known, but uh, Freemasons are one of the largest charitable givers in the United Kingdom. Uh, we, in 2020, we contributed £51 million to deserving courses. And Freemasons not only donate money, but they also donate more than, well, in 2020, more than 18 million hours of volunteer work. So, um, first of all, to give some high points of 2023, uh, for example, the um, uh, United Grand Lodge donated £106,000 to the Ukrainian Support Fund. And following that, they also gave another £100,000 uh, to the London Air Ambulance Charity. And uh, uh, in the long term, they are committed to raising £3 million for this air ambulance ch uh, charity. Apart from the United Grand Lodge, uh, all lodges around the country are doing their bit. And um, Hampshire and Isle of Wight Air Ambulance uh, received £45,000 from their local Royal Arch Freemasons. Excellent. Um, then I'm just picking some of the high points because so many lodges are all doing things at the grassroots, but there's a few points that um, picked, I picked up. Um, in June of 2023, um, the, the Honourable Fraternity of Ancient Freemasonry, often, uh, also known as the Order of Women's Freemasons Lodges, uh, donated £195,000. That's over $250,000 to the Turkey-Syria Syria earthquake appeal mm. and also to the Stroke Association, of course, uh, being neurological stroke. Uh, around the world, we have um, California. Um, uh, they have got this ongoing program, which is, is really awesome, that they have the Freemasons, uh, as um, the Masons of California, together with the Prince Hall Grand Lodge of California, have teamed up, I think teamed up is the right word, uh, with four major league baseball partners, and they are collecting money uh, to, um, <clears throat> uh, to give to youth development programs. And in 2023, they raised... 286,000 pounds. And since the program started in 2009, they have raised over $2 million. Um, this is a really nice, neat one I, I saw. Uh, West Ohio, uh, the uh, Champaign County Shrine Club. What a great name, Champaign, Champaign County. County. Sh yeah. yeah. So, um, Every week they go out into the country uh, driving around looking for aluminium, aluminium or aluminum in America, uh, cans that have been thrown out. And uh, they go to bars and clubs and golf courses and they collect these cans. Uh, every week they've collected between a thousand and two thousand pounds of aluminum. 
aluminium. <laughs> and this, depending on the price, of course, generates between twenty to $30,000 a year, which then is given to the Shriners Children's Club and to the hospitals. Um, so far, they've brought in over $900,000 uh, in five years. I mean, that's just an awesome story. Uh, this is an old story, but this is the scale is just awesome. Uh, in 2011, uh, from Tampa, Florida, there was an oil tycoon. His name is A.B. Hudson. He was a lifetime member of the Shriners, and he left uh, on when he died. He left 60 million dollars in his will to the wow. Shriners Hospital in Tampa. Good, man. Uh, that's, good. Man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Sixty million. Sixty million dollars. That, that's not thousand, but that's million. No, that's million dollars. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um. So another high point for personally, I was um, uh, proud to have published uh, my thirty-three lectures, uh, my book. Um, I have to apologise for the typos, which have now been corrected. Uh, one of the problems I've had is to find an editor who is also a Freemason who understands Masonic terminology. And because this is difficult to find such a rare beast, um, some uh, typos slipped through. I'm sorry about that. Also, I was, um, I was chuffed. I was happy <laughs> to complete my research, in, research into the Initiated Knights and Brothers of Asia. Mm. That was um, about uh, 15 episodes ago, 140 or so, because it helps confirm my theory of a Chinese Taoist connection to Freemasonry. So to me, that was a kind of missing link. Yes. yes. Then if we look at the low points, I think the, the problem, there are two things. First of all, uh, arson. This is just an ongoing uh, problem. Yes. yes. Um, in, in March of 2023, three lodges in Vancouver were attacked. Then in June, um, in uh, Leesburg Masonic Lodge in Florida, uh, and um, was attacked. And um, then uh, there's a Scottish Rite Temple in El Paso, Texas. And uh, the worst was in McAllen Lodge, Texas, uh, Freemason coming out of the lodge was actually killed, shot to death, right. coming out of the lodge. Whether that was a robbery gone wrong or not is hard to say, but it's, you know, uh, anyway. And in Athens, in Greece, uh, in July, uh, Masonic Lodge was attacked with a bomb, a bomb attack. Right. Uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, the Masonic Center, arson and vandalism. And just uh, two weeks ago, just before Christmas in Montreal, uh, vandals caused hundreds of thousands of dollars of damage at the Grand Lodge of Quebec. I mean, this, this is just six, seven. Uh, it's just an ongoing problem. I think one of the issues has been that lodges don't take security seriously. They have this sort of "it couldn't happen here" mentality. You know, yes. I know I know the people in this this area, and they're good people. Uh, sorry, times they are changing, 
and you really have to beef up security, uh, uh, bulletproof glass, uh, electronic locks. You know, you just have to be, you have to pay to be secure and to save save all uh, the um, Freemasons literature and all the history and the documentation is also very important. Yes. And also, secondly, I, I think that the public still identifies Freemasonry with Judaism. And uh, the given the problems in Gaza and the, and the Middle East. Yes. The moment, yes. And, yeah, it's, you know, people taking it out of Freemasons. And the problem is that Grand Lodges around the world have not done enough to make this uh, misunderstanding clear to the public. Uh, I've seen so many Grand Masters who believe that their position as Grand Master is a reward for a job well done, you know, having served 20, 30 years and worked their way up through the chairs and now they're at the top. But they don't think about the future of the craft. They're not, they don't uh, implement PR campaigns, educational campaigns, etc. Uh, to change people's understanding, uh, the general public, they just, you know, they just roll on. Uh, it's just, ah, it's, it's something that upsets me, I think. <laughs> mm. So I think that's the big thing, the, la the arson, that's a very low point. And secondly, um, the relationship with the Vatican. Uh, in November, again, the Vatican for probably the 30th time, has confirmed a ban on Catholics becoming Freemasons. It really is a bit of nonsense um, because there are over 500,000 Catholic Freemasons all around the world, in, in from the Philippines to Brazil, Argentina, Mexico, even Cuba of all places. <laughs> there are Catholic Freemasons. But um, the the bishops that oversee these these various dioceses, they completely ignore the Vatican's uh, bulls. Um, I explained this. Uh, it's actually the background to this is complicated, so I've actually made another podcast just to put put this into context. Mm -hmm. So um, in Japan, um, our low point, I think, has been that we've had to rebuild the Grand Lodge of Japan. Um, Japan uh, is on the ring of fire, so we have a lot of earthquakes. Yes. And this has led to structural problems and water leaking into the basement. Oh. Um, so we are now uh, moving to a temporary building uh, very close to the original, and we'll probably be there for probably up to five years. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. It's because it'll take over a year, perhaps two years, to uh, knock down the present Grand Lodge and Thank the you. two high-rise high buildings next to it that we own. They also have to be rebuilt. Wow. That's so that's a lot of Yeah. And um, uh, it's, it's owned by the Masonic Foundation of Japan, the buildings. Um, but what's really kind of gut-wrenching is that we just spent 10 million yen oh. um, which is about $70,000 on renewing the elevator only about six months ago. You oh, know? No. And now we've been told. No. So we now got a new elevator and <laughs> a building pull coming down. 
Anyway. Oh, dear. So, finally, um, looking towards uh, uh, 2024, um, I'm thinking of doing a little bit more spiritual content on our podcasts uh, based on the fact that the feedback that we get on the podcasts and also we can see uh, which are the most popular podcasts, etc. It seems that there's a lot of interest in more spiritual um, uh, podcasts, uh, unlike the ones we do at present. <laughs> Brother Evans, what do you what do you think? <laughs> well, I think that's that's something we can definitely go into, and I think that's probably the start that we'll be taking from now on. That's my personal area of interest. And um, just getting back to the year in review, I'm going to keep mine local um, because yeah. obviously being in Cornwall, we don't really know of anything too far east or north. It's mainly <laughs> not even Devon and across the across the Taylor. Oh, Devon. <laughs> yeah. The Devon, Devon tribe. Yeah, it is. Different different world, different country. So, different language. Uh, yeah, it is actually, yeah. Uh, Jana. It's called Jana. <laughs> So in 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 West Cornwall of the City Isles, uh, is, is the Freemasons have raised fifty four thousand pounds for the Cornwall Women's Aid Charity, and that's helping over the it's helping the local the support groups. There's been twenty one thousand incidents of domestic abuse in West Cornwall and Devon, yeah. which is quite high considering the the number of the people in the county is only about two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. And um, it's been a, a worthwhile donation. In my lodge, we've had a record uh, fundraising by Vasant Maru, who's a local businessman and local cheeky chap. He he's got a real talent for raising money and getting right. donations from local businessmen for the raffle. I've never seen anybody do anything alongside the, the level of him. It's been absolutely fantastic. We've Excellent. been doing a lot of open days and we've been doing a lot of meet and greets in the lodges in and around Cornwall. That's been a massive success. And at my lodge at the moment, we've got so many people backed up because of our presence that we're doing double initiations, double fellow crafts and double thirds. And that's, that's never happened before. And yeah. that's going to be happening whilst I'm going to be worshipful master. So, Whoa. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, so. Well, keep doesn't like being busy. Yeah. Yes, well, something like this. In, in Japan, uh, we can do up to four initiations, raising, passing and raisings at a time, as long as we have permission from the Grand Lord. We have to get a, a, a dispensation from the Grand Lord. Okay, okay. But, um, we, we run something similar in Cornwall because of the the Chisel, uh, Lodge of the Chisel, I believe in Famouth. I've probably got the name wrong, but because it's a student lodge, they need to get a lot of people through in a short amount of time. So, yes, it is four people at a time there as well, just to get wow. all the, the brothers moved through. But yes, Cornwall's got a lot of exciting, dynamic stuff going for such a small county. Uh, amazingly, Worshipful Brother David Henry Barlow is celebrating 60 years within the lodge. He's 60 a, years? 60 That's years awesome. as a Freemason. That's that awesome. is incredible. Yeah. It's really, really impressive. So congratulations to him. Indeed, yeah, indeed. And for such a small county as well, we do have a lot of active side orders. So the the um, Rosicrucians. The, the oh, sorry. I thought it meant I'll have fries with that. Yes. A different side true. order. <laughs> for the festive board. <laughs> We have a lot of lot of active side orders. The Royal Arch is, is doing very well in, in Cornwall as well. It's well attended. We do have active, active, uh, extremely active charity groups down here, and I think we're we're on, we've touched the records in all fronts in all lodges. Right. 
which is which is very exciting news. So I think that's probably due to post-COVID economics. People are getting back on their feet and they're able to put more time into charity work. But that's been an exciting year, 2023. I, I think it's, it's partly better. due to our podcasts. Definitely. <laughs> Stimulating 100%. interest in the craft. <laughs> I think so. I think I so. like to hope so. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Definitely. Definitely that's the case. So that, that's my, my local review for 2023. As we now move into 2024, it is New Year's Eve where we're broadcasting from in the UK. I wish all of our listeners a happy new year. Yes, a prosperous and a magical 2024 to all our listeners. Thank you very much. So now we now pass on the square and we will meet soon. Happy 2024. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.